We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is January 5th, 2023. Jonathan Osborne here, as always. You know I'm joined by my co-host, the boy, Luke Sylvia. What's up, Luke? I'm feeling like a winner again, Jonathan. Feeling As like... opposed to a loser. Yes, exactly, which is what I've felt like for the last week while the Magic have been losing games. Back in the win column, I feel good. I'm ready to talk about the win. The first win of the new year. The Magic are undefeated in the new year and undefeated in 2023 the magic are better without franz wagner wow okay (laughs) i'm I'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding i don't want any uh ewing theory stuff Mm. going ahead and and getting started we're going to talk about the magic's win over the oklahoma city thunder on wednesday night in just a little bit here franz wagner was serving his one game suspension from the detroit incident last week with with mo wagner and Killian Hayes also missed Kevon Harris, Admiral Schofield, and Mo Wagner. We're going to talk all about that in a little bit here as we start to go through our State of the Magic. Just a couple of quick reminders for you guys. Coming up on this Saturday, January 7th at 8 o'clock, we're going to be at the Porch South Orange, or better known as the Porch Soto, which, Luke, I, I found out why it's called Soto. South Downtown. Wow. I guess that's what they're they're starting to call that area. So we're going to be at the Porch South Orange or Porch Soto, which is located at 4757 South Orange Avenue to watch our Orlando Magic take on the Golden State Warriors. There's going to be Michelob Ultra uh, bottle specials. I think it's $4.25 for a bottle. It's going to be $6 for the Michelob Ultra Orlando Magic branded 25-ounce cans while supplies last. The last watch party that we had, those cans were sold out before, before the tip. Tip. Mm-hmm. tip off is at 8.30, so if you're getting there about 8, make sure you order your 25-ounce Michelob Ultra Magic branded can uh, as soon as you get there. Because if not, you're probably going to lose out on it. And I think Luke is going to bring mine, so I'll get that. And I'm probably going to enjoy myself one when I get there as well. So looking forward to that. Again, that's going to be Saturday at 8 o'clock. 4757 South Orange Avenue at the Porch South Orange. Make sure that you guys come out. It's going to be a great time. And then I hope you guys remember to vote today for All-Star, for NBA All-Star, for your favorite Magic player. You can vote now at vote.nba.com or in the NBA app. And coming up on Friday is the 6th. That's going to be the next three for one day for NBA All-Star voting. So make sure that you get your votes in uh, January 6th, 13th, 16th and 20th those are the remaining three for one days so make sure you get your votes in for paulo bancaro franz wagner markel fultz cole anthony whoever your favorite magic players are you i mean you could vote up to five for you know five of them every single day but especially paulo bancaro and franz wagner those are the guys that have the 
most realistic chance, probably going to be an outside chance. But Luke, I was thinking about this the other day. I think we have a, a pretty good chance to see both of those guys in the Rising Stars game this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what we because we've we've seen guys like uh, Cole was in it, Jalen Wright was in it as well. So yeah, I mean, Franz was pretty, in it last year, and Franz obviously. I think that he'll be a, a repeat if he is going to opt to play. I'm sure that that's. I'm sure he will. I'm hopeful. Uh, seeing him and Paolo in that game, that'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun to be able to have some guys in there that could really dominate a game and put on a show. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. So again, make sure to vote for your favorite Magic players for All Star. And then this is a little bit of a shameless plug here. I, I thought it was a, a pretty cool thing that happened, but I'm gonna I'm gonna provide the proper context here because I was a little sneaky on Twitter with it when uh, when it happened. But if, if you go into the thread, I, I admitted exactly what we did. So Terrence Ross was streaming on Twitch a few days ago. And T- Terrence, one of my favorite Magic players, he's a, a friend of the show. He's been really, really good to us. So when I realized that he's streaming, like from time to time, I'll just go in and drop some like gifted community subs. If you're not familiar with Twitch, it's a streaming platform primarily for video games. And as you become like a Twitch partner, you can start to get subscriptions, people that pay a, a small fee every month to be subscribed to your channel to help support you. But then they also get perks like different like emotes and things like that that they can use in chat. And you can go in and you can just pay a certain amount of money to give other people that are watching like the subscription. So I was like, I'll help out some Magic fans. I know there are a lot of Magic fans that, that watch Terrence Ross and I'll go in and, and throw you know Terrence some, some subs. So I did that and he's like, Yo, 10 gifted community subs from the six man show. Hell yeah. And then uh he he followed it up with what you're about to hear right now. You guys don't know already. For all the Orlando fans in the chat, go check out the six man show. I'm not a real fan unless you're following the six man show. That's what I that's what I think. So Luke, I thought that was pretty dope that Terrence Ross basically told people you're not a real magic fan unless you're following the six man show. He didn't have to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was it was really cool. I did I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, I, I think that you know it's like you said. He didn't have to say all that. He could have just said you know appreciate it, thank you, all those sort of things. But yeah, for him to go a step further and just plug our show even more was incredible. So if by chance you were in that stream and you're listening to this now because you know you heard our name and you're like I'm going to check these guys out, appreciate it. Thank you to you guys for listening. And uh, thanks to the GOAT himself, Terrence Ross, who had himself a heck of a game tonight. Yes, he did. And we are going to talk about that. But before we do that, Luke, let's get into the state of the Magic. So far this week, the Magic are 1-0 on the week, bringing them to a record of 14-24 on the season. They have the fifth worst record in the league. They are 13th in the Eastern Conference, but three games back of Chicago right now for the final playing spot. And that just seems to, it's starting to just really flip-flop back and forth here, Luke. Before we started recording, it was the Washington Wizards. Now it's the Chicago Bulls. A few days ago, it was the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Chicago Bulls, Washington Wizards, uh, both have 17 wins. The Toronto Raptors have 16 wins, but 21 losses, the same as the Chicago Bulls. So it's right now, it's really just like a half game that is separating those three teams and on a nightly basis, it feels like it's just going back and forth. And the Atlanta Hawks sitting at 17 and 20 are in danger of kind of falling into this like fatal four way at the bottom of the Eastern Conference for the play in. And the Magic are, are just hoping to continue to pick up some wins here, Luke, and, and keep knocking on that door. But we'll keep paying close attention to that and keep you guys updated every episode that we have. Currently, the Magic have an offensive rating of 110.7, which ranks 25th in the NBA. They have a defensive rating on the year of 114.3, which ranks 24th in the NBA. And their overall net rating is negative 3.7, which is 26th in the league. On the injury front, uh, J.I., Jonathan Isaac, uh, Jalen Suggs, and Chuma OKK all remain out currently. But it it was funny, Luke. We talked to Kobe Price Sunday night, and we Mm -hmm. asked him, you you know anything? What's going on with J.I.? What's going on with Jalen? You got anything juicy for us? Didn't have anything, and then... Purely coincidence, Kobe was not holding out on us. But the next day, uh, after practice, Kobe, as well as other members of the Orlando Magic Media, got information that Jonathan Isaac and Jalen Suggs were, quote-unquote, full goes at practice from Jamal Mosley. 
we'll we'll talk about the news that we got today on Wednesday. But Luke, what was your initial reaction to Jamal Mosley? Wasn't just like, oh, those guys were full goes. He was like, they were full goes. <laughs> like he he had a little he had a little spice in his step when he said that. He's relieved, man. He's he's finally getting the health of the roster that he has legitimately never had as the coach of the Orlando Magic. So he he's getting to see, obviously, he sees what this team can do on that six-game win streak that the Magic put together. And now we get this information that they are a full go. I, I You could see the relief and pride on Jamal's face uh, when he you know said when he said those words. So just great. I mean, listen, man. Jonathan Isaac practiced with Lakeland. We knew that there were steps being made toward, you know, coming back that we hadn't seen before in the last two years. So for it to finally come to fruition and come to the point where we get to hear the words full go showing us and telling us that J.I. and is fully participating in practice. It kind of overshadowed the news about Jalen Suggs, in my opinion. And I get it. It's huge. But it is equally huge that Jalen Suggs is coming back some point soon. So sooner than we might have thought, even just based on you know those pressers on Monday. So the availability on Monday. So, man, it was just awesome to hear that, that we're getting back to full strength. I shared the same, the same beam, the same joy and pep in my step that, that Coach Jamal Mosley shared as well. Well, Monday when we got the news... And really, let me follow actually up this next part, and then I'll, I'll talk about our emergency, you know, FaceTime as a as a group <laughs> here at the old SMS. But we also uh, heard from Wendell Carter Jr. after that same practice, and he was asked how his JI looked. He said he looks good. We haven't seen him play in a while, but if it was up to me, I feel like he should play next game. I understand it's a process for him. He looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So that was super exciting. Like we basically that quote came out from Kobe Price, and I called the boys. Mm-hmm. And I was smiling from ear to ear. I'm like, fellas, I'm not ready for this. It, it feels like it's been so long. At certain turns, it felt like this time was never going to come. When you hear Wendell say, I feel like he should play the next game and he looks phenomenal, yeah. then it's like, are we getting... And, and it's funny because this came Monday, which was January 2nd, which January 1st, of, of this year, the good old 2023, marked three years to the day from the initial injury that Jonathan Isaac suffered in Washington against the Wizards. He misses the next you know six months, comes back in the bubble, plays a couple of games, tears his ACL. So it was just very coincidental timing that now we're hearing this about Jonathan Isaac. And we even got to see a little bit of video from the Magic from Jonathan Isaac, or I think it was Bally Sports Florida, I'm not mistaken, tonight before the game mm-hmm. of Jonathan Isaac at practice yesterday looked like he was moving pretty well, I have to say. And now you just start to, you know, the, the shoulders start moving a certain way. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. And it's like, are we getting the Jonathan Isaac of old back? No one can answer that question for us until we see him on the floor, Luke. But those thoughts start dancing around your head and you can't help but get excited. Yeah, I, I think that these guys like Wendell, I don't think that they just say things to say things. And you brought it up, I think, in our group chat. You know, the last time we heard things being said that being thrown around, words being thrown around in a very positive way was ball ball leading up to the season starting. And they were way more right about ball ball than I was. And we, we we said, yeah, sure. So I'm done. I learned my lesson. If Wendell says that J.I. looks phenomenal, I'm going to let myself get excited about it. Like you said, is he the Jonathan Isaac of old? I don't know. And and, and and let's be clear, too. Like It's been a while. We know that. Jonathan Isaac of old to us just means you know elite defender and isn't a negative on the offensive end. And that's kind of my description of Jonathan Isaac of old. So if you can get that, Jonathan Isaac... You're in good shape. We and the crazy thing is, you know, we we've kind of frozen Jonathan Isaac in terms of the last few years of like that's what he he's been, he was that two years ago. So it's like, what is he going to be now, offensively, 
if he really isn't, you know, if he really is phenomenal, he still has a lot of room to grow. And so I think that's the most exciting part is if he can be himself defensively and then add to his offensive game, we'll more than happily take that when it comes to the return of Jonathan Isaac. I think that it's going to be exciting. You you know, you you hear, you know, obviously we can, you know, we'll get to it, but J.I. and his, you know, availability today, Wednesday, and you can see, like, he's trying not to get too high or too low. He's been through the trenches during recovery, but I just love him getting questions from reporters, from media about, you know, what's it going to be like your first time stepping back on the floor? Because that's the type of stuff that is that is going to be incredible to look back on if and when Jonathan Isaac comes back better than ever and improves upon his game as well. Like that's, it's going to be a special moment. And it's going to, it's going to take time. Like when he comes back for him to Mm -hmm. knock the rust off, like he's got three years now, almost of rust. Jonathan Isaac is 25 years old. He'll be 26 in October. The last time that we saw Jonathan Isaac, he was about to turn 22. I, I believe maybe my math is off. Maybe he was about to turn 23, 22 or 23 long time was in his third NBA season. And it's, it's going to take some time uh, for, even if he comes back and isn't setting the world ablaze offensively, I still think given the amount of time that he's missed, like a lot of times you feel like a guy at 25 or 26 years old, like this guy just is what he is going to be. I don't know that that's going to be the case with Jonathan Isaac. For me, the biggest thing is going to be, can he still move the same way? Mm-hmm. If he can still move the same way, to me, the sky is the limit. Is he ever going to be like a 25 points per game score? I don't think so. Mm-mm. But the level of defender that he was, or at least it looked like he was on his way to be, if that guy can be a 18, 19 point per game score in a relatively efficient manner, shoot league average from three that's an incredible player that is an all-star level player and that is super super exciting now to follow up this good news we got some i don't want to say it was bad news but it kind of reeled the the good news in just a little bit so was that tuesday after practice or was it today did we hear i think it was today after shoot around because jonathan isaac and Jalen Suggs went through shoot around with the Magic this morning before mm-hmm. they played the Oklahoma City Thunder. So today we heard that Jay Jalen is like ready to be back as soon as possible. It doesn't look like as soon as possible was going to be tonight. They ruled him out for tonight's game against the Thunder pretty early on, but they left the door open for him to return tomorrow or tonight, or you, as you guys are listening to this against the Memphis Grizzlies. So we'll just have to watch that pretty closely. It sounds like maybe Saturday at Golden State, he'll be back at the latest, barring any kind of crazy setbacks. So that is very exciting. You can tell Jalen cannot wait to get back on the floor, just smiling from ear to ear the entire press availability. Now, Jonathan, on the other hand, it was kind of the expectation was reeled back in a little bit that he's still not really super close to being ready to go. Jonathan was asked, How long do you think it's going to be? He's like, you know, over the next days, few days, and, and weeks, we're going to continue to work on getting me closer uh, to being all the way back. It's still just kind of the conditioning part of things where he can go you know, multiple days in a row and, and continue to feel pretty good. He felt good after the practice today. He said, you know, I, I still know what I'm doing out there, which is a very encouraging sign, especially for some people who thought that Jonathan Isaac couldn't walk or, or might not ever be able to play the game of basketball again. So that is encouraging. And then he was asked, it was it was kind of a strange uh, answer that he gave, but I believe it was Philip Rossman Reich uh, that asked him, like, you know, is the, the next uh, kind of milestone for you to get over is to start traveling with the team and, and being around the team on a day-to-day basis. And Jonathan said, like, we're, we're kind of, we're working on something. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really was. know what that meant. That was kind of strange. I, I feel like maybe what he meant to say, and I'm clear, like purely speculating here, is he's still working on the conditioning, getting to the point where, all right, it's better for him to be on the road with the team than it is to be at home kind of getting that kind of work in. So although it is super exciting, Luke, it kind of makes you te- take like a half step back on the Jonathan Isaac is coming back train. Yeah, I mean, you look ahead, Jonathan, you you can say to yourself, you know, do the Magic want to probably bring him back for a home game, right? It's obviously not going to happen 
on Thursday against the Grizzlies, um, being that Jonathan Isaac used the word weeks in his quote in terms of coming back and getting back in the swing of things. Uh, and you immediately look Quick at... Quick question for you. Mm. When someone says few, what number comes into your mind? Three. Three. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. Couple is two. A few is usually three or four. Right. I hope he meant a couple weeks. Hopefully, but I don't I don't know that he did. <laughs> yeah. But you also could tell that he was very PR trained. I mean, as he has to be, you know? He was just like well, they they said, Do you have a I don't even remember, but one of his answers was very PR like friendly. Oh, he's like, Yeah, do you have a, a goal of you know the day yeah. that you're looking to come back by yeah mm-hmm. yeah he was like uh not not really or something like that and i was like okay um i get it you know he's probably heard so many timelines or maybe they okay sorry they don't do timelines but he's probably gotten a feeling from training staff and front office so many times that he's just like i'm i'm done guessing so i don't really have anything in mind you could tell he i don't want to speculate but i'm going to he seemed a little like beaten down almost like like he just kind of was just very level-headed but it came across i'm sure to some people as like he's just like tired of this process and i don't fault him for that i think that he just wants to get back on the court he probably doesn't love media availability if he ever did he doesn't now so just to kind of hear those questions and, and whatnot, he's just like, man, I just want to get out there. And that's definitely the feeling you got from him. Like, I just want to know for like for myself's sake that I can get out there. I can keep up with these guys and and I can produce. So we'll see, man. I, I'm I'm hopeful that maybe by the end of January we get him. But it's nice to know that, you know, even though they don't do timelines, it does feel like we are getting extremely close to a return and that it could the fact that it could be within a month is pretty surreal. Well, the it's just so funny when you watch how other teams around the league operate with injuries. Today we got a report that Steph Curry, basically the words, were hoping that he can come back by January 13th. I'm like, that is nine days from now. How do you have any idea what's going to take place between now and the next nine days for this guy to potentially come back? And it's like, Jonathan Isaac once said in an interview last preseason that it was a reasonable projection for him to be back by Christmas of 2021. And here we are, January 2023, and he's still not back. Now, obviously, the conditioning, the hamstring, nobody really foresaw that coming with Jonathan Isaac. But I I get kind of the same sense that you do that. At this point, man, he's tired of talking about it. The kid just wants to be out there. He just wants to play basketball. And it's very exciting. I think uh, as the Magic get ready to go on this road trip here, I'm pulling up their schedule. So it's going to start Saturday, January 7th at Golden State. Then they're at Sacramento, Portland, at Utah, at Denver. They won't be home again until January 20th. So that's approximately 15 days from now. So I'm kind of, you know, with pencil, I'm circling that date on the calendar. I'm I'm making sure I don't have too much going on that day. I'm keeping the schedule open in case we hear news that Jonathan Isaac is coming back. He says few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he meant couple. Sometimes people say few. Oh yeah, I meant like you know mm-hmm. two or three. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's how Jonathan Isaac perceives a few. Fifteen yeah. days overshooting sounds perfect to me. Overshooting the timeline, maybe. Hopefully, optimistically, yeah. that's what we're gonna think. I want to add under one... promise, over deliver. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the motto in life, in my life especially. I. Have one more thing to add. Jalen Suggs potentially, if, like you said, worst case for him, it feels like we'll see him against Golden State. I uh, I just want to bring up the last time that Jalen Suggs played against Golden State. This guy loves to play against Golden State. Ruined Steph Curry's life for and one. And Steph night. isn't even going to be there. Twenty six points, nine assists, four steals. I would love to have Jalen back uh, for the watch party for Golden the Golden State game. It would be awesome to have him back. If we can't get him back against the Grizzlies, I absolutely want him back against the Warriors. But hopefully we get some news, you know, a few hours from the time you guys are listening to this, that Jalen Suggs is is going to be maybe a game time decision. I don't know, but that would be pretty sweet, especially on Saturday. And you very astutely pointed out on the last pod 
that they're going to be coming off, you know, two days rest. So they played Atlanta Monday night. They're in the middle of playing Detroit right now, which let me pull up this score. I would love to see how that game is going. And ESPN is being really lame and not letting me look at this game. 53-49, 2.52 to go in the first half. So Detroit is currently up on Golden State. I think Golden State is probably still trying to catch their breath from that double overtime win over the Hawks the other night. So although they are going to be rested, they're not going to be all that rested because those guys, I think, are, are still recovering from that game. That game was, was super crazy. But it would be awesome to get Jalen back for that game. And yeah, to get a, a dub in Golden State over the dubs. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. I want to talk just a little bit as we're still dealing with these you know, repercussions from the, the, the incident in Detroit the other night. So we went through all the suspensions you know, last Friday night over the Golden State Warriors. You had a few days off. Tonight, the Magic were supposed to be without uh, Franz. Kevon, Admiral Schofield, you were supposed to be able to get Mo Wagner back tomorrow night over the Memphis Grizzlies, but because of the magic listed Mo Wagner as questionable with an illness on Friday against the Wizards, even though he was supposed to not play that game whatsoever, the league basically deemed that he wasn't well enough to play, so they have now delayed his suspension. I'm not familiar with how much you really need to divulge to the NBA mm-hmm. in terms of illnesses. I'm sure things have changed since COVID, but man, that is just super unlucky where m- maybe on a regular night he with this illness, he would have been able to play, but wasn't going to play due to the suspension. But now the NBA has deemed that he wasn't well enough to play and are now pushing back the suspension. So you're missing Mo Wagner for now an extra game in the second night of a back-to-back against a, a tough you know Grizzlies team. You could really use a guy like Mo Wagner when you're dealing with a a guy yeah. like Steven Adams across the way. Yeah. So uh super unfortunately, what were your what was your take on that? I want like you said, I wonder, you know, what type of info you have to divulge. I'm sure the magic didn't just like fumble that. Uh I'm pretty positive that that's the case. Like the they had to tell what they had to tell. I always wonder though, what's the threshold for illness, right? Like if you've got to divulge information, my mommy always said you have to go to school unless you are uh, throwing up or have a fever. Other than that, you got a little tummy ache, you got a, a headache, you whatever, you're going to school. I just wonder what the criteria is. I just would love to know. Terrence Ross had an illness, right, a few weeks back. I what what was his illness? Did we ever find that out? Did he ever say it on the stream? I have no idea. But I just wonder I think he had what like a stomach thing going on. Yeah, I I don't know. I you know I, I my mom's probably making me go to school. I don't know. So in that case, I don't. I I just would really like to know what the information is, or like what what symptoms did Mo Wagner have that that they had to divulge that information? Um, is what it is. I get the rule to an extent. I just don't know. Yeah, like I said, what information you have to give out. Um. So yeah, unfortunate. Like you said, would always be nice to to have Mo against the Grizzlies, but it is nice that you're going into that Grizzlies game with a win over OKC, where you were able to dominate the paint and be physical, those sort of things. Hopefully, that's the case against the Grizzlies, and we can, like tonight, without Franz Wagner, say we didn't we didn't need Franz tonight. Hopefully, tomorrow after the game, we can say after a nice win, we didn't need Mo Wagner. But we'll see. Before we get into the game against the Thunder, Luke, I want to give a quick shout out to the folks that help make this episode and every episode possible. That would be our patrons. If you haven't heard, we do have a Patreon channel, a Patreon community. If you would like to join, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show, where we used to have three tiers of awesome benefits, Luke, but we are getting ready to roll out a fourth tier to our members. So our friends over the over at the Orlando Magic, uh, specifically our buddy John McCall, uh, who has just helped us with everything ticket-related for what seems like forever now. Um, They have hooked up a pretty awesome program specifically for our patrons where you guys can get up to 35% off regular season Magic tickets. So that is a new tier that we're going to be rolling out. It's going to be our elite tier. 
So basically the way that it will work every month at the beginning of the month, the Magic are going to send us the list of the games for that month. And if you're one of our elite tier patrons, you'll be able to shoot us a message and say, hey, I want to go to this game. We'll be able to send you a nice little discount code. You can go in, pick your tickets. Um, Usually they have tickets all over the arena. Uh, Some of the more marquee matchups, you know, like when the Lakers come to town, the Warriors come to town, things are going to be a little bit limited in that perspective of what seats are available. But up to 35% off basically every Magic game, every Magic home game throughout the season. We're really excited to bring this out to our, our patrons, Luke. It's a big deal. Yeah, um, like you said, shout out to the Magic, John McCall, you know, the people that gave it the green light. I mean, just incredible to to be, you know, a part of that, you know, be a part of that program, have this perk that we're able to give out. Um, and just for the Magic to, to trust us with, with, you know, something like this. To be able to say, you know, we've we've had the magic trust us with some things here in the past, like watch parties and those sort of things, uh, recording at Amway. But this is something that's super special too. You know, this is something that that got us excited for you guys to be able to use this link. Um, and and like you said, just to support the show, I feel a lot of our patrons, Jonathan, simply our su- patrons to support the show financially. They see that we're able to do really cool things with giveaways, um, equipment upgrades, things that allow us to perform at a high level um, and do something that really started out as just a hobby for us, Jonathan, and has become slowly but surely much more than that to us. Um, and, and so our patrons do that. And and so it's really cool to be able to give them a tier that I really feel like they're not just going to, to support us, to support us financially. Like they're not going to join the Patreon just because they want to help us financially. They're going to join and be a part of this tier so that they can have a really cool perk like this. It's really sweet. We've seen the link, right? We see, we've seen how it operates um, to just see all these games on the list in front of you and get to choose one and then go and see what is available in the sections and things like that. It's just an incredible perk. So once again, shout out to the Magic, John McCall. Um, and we're really excited to roll this out. Yeah, so again, if you guys are interested in that, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show for awesome tiers of benefits. Our elite tier patrons are going to get all of the same benefits that our Hall of Fame tier patrons get as well with the additional, you know, uh, magic home game discount codes that will be available. And then every episode, we also shout out all of our Hall of Fame tier patrons. And we're also going to add our elite tier patrons to that. So you guys aren't going to be missing out on any of the benefits. Uh, right now, though, we don't have any elite elite tier patrons just yet, so I'm going to shout out our lovely Hall of Fame tier patrons. We'll start with the Court Cousins, Armin, Carson Tulo, Normal, Magic Player History, Julio, Bailey, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, Franz Godefichot, The Distract, Mo Bamba, Yo Mama, Petition to get producer Kevin on every show, Pierre A, Migzors, Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Lil Penny, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum, Danimal, Dutto 15, Bobby Skinner, Goaty 93, Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Geraldo, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, Jose Esquilin, Destin for Greatness, Caleb Pete, Cannibalism, Ty Mr. TV, Joe Rothfuss, ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95 Shred, Junior Bruce, Half Reacon, Shahin 177, Himlo, Ban Himro, RM Prov 221, Ray Pastrana. Thank you to all of our Hall of Fame tier patrons and all of our patrons. You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Luke, big win over the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight, 126-115 to at home. What did you think of this game, Luke? I, I listen to to start at the beginning of the day. We didn't know if SGA was going to go, and then as the day progresses, you know, news comes out SGA is most likely going to play. Then we get the news that he's going to be active and available for this game. At that point, I felt a little bit nervous. I felt pretty good about the game without SGA, and SGA is just so good that I immediately became nervous. And that's just the player that OKC has um, and, and happy for them that they have a player like that. He's an incredible player to watch, but thankfully, Jonathan, the magic have a player of their own that, uh, that we love to watch. And that's Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro showed things tonight that make you (laughs) giddy for lack of a better term and the irony of OKC having a giddy about the future of, of this organization. We've talked about Paolo so much in general, but for him to put up a stat line like he had tonight, Jonathan, but 25 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, even added a steal in there just for fun, nine free throw attempts and big plays down the stretch. We didn't have Franz Wagner and I was very nervous about that as well. Because Franz has been a pivotal role down the stretch for us. And and how the Magic have learned to win games, Franz has been a huge part of it. So I didn't know how we would operate without him. But Paolo said, don't, don't you guys worry about it. I've got it. Contested hand in my face from Isaiah Joe. Doesn't matter. I get a centimeter of separation. I got a chance of making this go in. He gets in a rhythm. He's hitting, you know, sidestepping threes. And, you're like, and I said this to you guys in the group chat. When, right when he hit that sidestep three, I was like, man, when he has a whole offseason to work on things like that, he's going to be just filthy and unfair. And he's doing it down the stretch already. He's confident. Just taking over the game when it matters, when, the, when OKC makes a run, he's able to answer back. Just incredible. Incredible effort from everybody all around, but Paolo was, was special tonight. It's almost like, you know, no Franz. Paolo was like, don't you worry, don't you worry, child. (laughs) Paolo's got a plan for you. And uh, yeah, Paolo, I mean, (laughs) we we always have like a little added motivation like going into these games, like with our buddies over at the OKC, like the Uncontested podcast. Um, And and they got the better of us last time, right? The Magic were on the road November 2nd against the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're up double digits in the second half. Um, and SGA kind of went crazy, and the Magic ended up losing this game. And I'm like, man, I love those guys, our, our Blue Wire you know, brother podcast over there, but I don't want to lose twice to these guys. We just wore their their Pokemon shirts on the show a couple weeks ago. Fire. I, I, I wanted to reach out tonight and be like, all right, let's run the, the bet back again. But when I heard that SGA was playing, I was like, ugh. <laughs> I, those, those shirts, very nice quality. I did. I didn't want to drop another fifty bones on another couple of shirts for us to have to wear them again, right? Now maybe you know hindsight of twenty twenty should have made the bet. You know they would have had to buy a couple of you know SMSTs, but yeah, man, Paolo Bancaro was absolutely freaking fantastic down the stretch of this game. You mentioned he had the, the sidestep three. He also had you know two big you know, long range two point jumpers as well. 
uh, one with just a like two minutes left, I think, to really ice the game, give the Magic a 10-point lead with a couple minutes to go. One of Paolo's best games, in my opinion. I know we've seen him, you know, fill it up more, you know, in, in, in the in the, the the stat column, you know, score more points. We've seen him, you know, make more clutch plays. But I just felt from like the beginning, just the complete body of work over the almost 36 minutes that he played. I felt like this was one of the best games that he played all year. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and a steal. When you look at the slump that he's been in recently, in real time, I was like, this game is a slump buster. He's been struggling to shoot the ball. He started the game struggling to shoot the ball, missed a couple of really easy looks at the rim. And then like from then on, it was like, all right, I'm I'm snapping out of this. If I'm going to be missing those, it's because I'm drawing contact and I'm getting in the line. 7 of 9 from the free throw line tonight. You know, 47% from the floor on a rookie. I'll take that. Uh, yeah. Two of five from three, 40% from the three-point line. You talked about the sides, the sidestep three. Paolo was awesome tonight. The Magic were awesome defensively for most of this game outside of the third quarter with the Oklahoma City Thunder just get really, really hot. I think it was Isaiah Joe and Shea combined for like 26 points in the third quarter for the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Magic dominate on the glass tonight, out-rebounding the Thunder 49-33. to 33. Uh, They shoot better from the floor, 51% to Oklahoma City's 40%. And the Magic just did the things that they needed to do tonight in order to win. Almost everybody that touched the floor tonight played relatively well. Even Cole Anthony, who you look at the stat sheet, everybody that touched the floor for the Magic tonight scored in double figures except for Cole Anthony. Six, six points, two of six from the floor. I don't know about you. I didn't feel like Cole Anthony played poorly tonight. No. He had a couple of really nice assists tonight. He had like this underhand, like skip pass across the floor to RJ Hampton for an open three. That was really nice. Everybody played well tonight for the Magic. And I mean, it, this is not rocket science, but when everybody on the team plays well, you're probably going <laughs> to win those games. So super encouraging. I know we're going to go through the stat sheet here. I felt like a proud papa tonight for Caleb freaking Houston, man. Getting inserted into the starting lineup in 28 minutes, 11 points, 4 of 9, 44% from the floor, 3 of 7, good for 42% from the three-point line, 5 rebounds, an assist, a steal. Wasn't like stellar by any means, but Luke, I want to go through this this last minute of the first half and just kind of go through uh, Caleb Houston. Let's see where it starts um, so Gary Harris, uh, makes a layup. Where is it? Uh, okay. So here it is 30, no 49 seconds. So Caleb Houston gets the defensive rebound, goes to the other end. Gary Harris finds him for an open corner three to make the game 53 to 68 in favor of the magic. You go down the other, the other end, Caleb Houston gets a steal on Josh Giddy. And then uh, RJ Hampton takes a three with 2.1 seconds left on a sick skip pass from Caleb Houston, by the way, from the left wing over to the right corner. RJ misses it, but Caleb knew to follow it up and gets the tip in at the buzzer to give the Magic a 70-53 to lead at the half. Caleb Houston has not had like a stellar rookie year by any means, but it's so encouraging seeing a kid drafted where he was drafted, as young as he is, and already knows, if I'm going to have a long career in the NBA, this is what it is going to take. I'm going to have to defend at a high level. I'm going to always have to be at the right spot on both ends of the floor. When I don't have a shot, I'm not going to try to force things for myself. I'm going to keep the ball moving. And when I get open looks, I need to knock them down. He is so mature at 19 years old, and I just love his game. Not shooting the ball like he's not shooting the lights out of the ball so far to start the season, Luke. But from the corners, he is shooting... This is only 23 attempts on the season, but 47.8%. You can see the flashes from Caleb Houston. A lot of the pre-draft profiles on Caleb said you could see him evolving into a great shooter. And I was like, what does that even mean? But you see the stroke and you're like, it doesn't always go in, but it always looks pretty. And I always feel like it is going to go in when he pulls the trigger. And the corner shooting for me has been really encouraging. I just love Caleb Houston. I hope that somehow, some way, he fights his way into the rotation at some point this season when we're healthy. Yeah, I listen, you talk about the shooting. I am totally on board as far as what he did well tonight. You know, like you said, just just making the open shot, moving the ball, creating that ball movement. 
really good work from Caleb Houston. The thing that stuck out to me the most tonight, though, Jonathan, was his ability to get the offensive board. He had three offensive boards tonight. He had more offensive boards than defensive boards. You can always tell a lot about a player's hustle by how well they are they do on the offensive glass. On the offensive glass, you don't necessarily have to be the biggest guy on the floor. You just have to be able to follow your shot, just crash the board, the boards on at any given moment, on any given possession, and be willing to ex, you know expend that energy. And like you said, he knows what he has to do to have longevity in this league. That's another thing he has to do. And it's something that Markel Fultz does, which just kind of you know, really solidifies the fact that if you are a hustle player like a Markel Fultz, you get offensive boards by any means necessary. He had three tonight, one of them being, I believe, on that tip in that you were just were talking about at the end of the first half. Just right place, right time, and that comes with effort. And he always gives 110% effort. The steal that he had, you know, just making plays that matter. And Caleb Houston did that. He's never going to be a star, but he is. If he does these things, I mean, the, the, the amount of years in this league for him, it, 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 I mean, the limit doesn't exist, for lack of a better phrase here. The limit doesn't exist. Caleb Houston could could absolutely play for a long time in this league if he continues to con, you know capitalize on play time and do those things well. I don't know why he couldn't end up being like a Joe Harris. I. I I feel like that is probably his ceiling. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see why he couldn't end up evolving into that. Like the Magic once upon a time waved Joe Harris <laughs> was not good enough to be an Orlando Magic. You trade away Channing Frye, you, you get back Joe Harris, and you're like, nah, we're good. And now he's turned into a heck of a shooter. It feels like early returns here, this could change, but it feels like John Hammond and Jeff Weltman like really had a solid second round find here. They never use their second round picks, but when they do, it seems like they 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 believe in the kid, and, and it's going to be just really exciting to, to track his uh, you I, know, growth and 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 development mm-hmm. here. I think before we move on here, I think the the I didn't way think that we're going to have a whole Caleb Houston segment tonight. By the way, but well, here we are. Here we are. I'm not mad about it. Caleb Houston to me, man, like. As far as like his path with the organization, you talk about um, the Magic not using you know picks and and Joe Harris getting waived, whatever it might be, right? I think that the path that Which the best they, path this front office, to be fair, did yeah, not waive Joe correct. Harris. That was Rob Hennigan, Let's right? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. For every, of course, for people get in the YouTube comments, it wasn't Jeff Weltman; it was Rob, right? But my point being, Caleb Houston's path forward with the Magic. Genuinely, it, it it comes with the magic consolidating the young guys, dealing guys away that aren't Caleb Houston, and allowing him to get play time. Because when he gets play time, it's gen- generally pretty good. And don't get me wrong; there's some things that are just rookie moments, and that is what it is. Like, you, what else are you going to ask of a second rounder? But when he's playing well, he's—I mean, I have no complaints. You know, like tonight, I had no complaints about him. Even though there were some, you know, little things that you could see that, like, oh, I wish he wouldn't have done this or that, the positives far outweigh the negatives. And I'm hoping that when the Magic do consolidate, move away from some of the younger guys on this team, Caleb Houston's not part of that, and Caleb can, you know, find a spot to get some minutes here moving forward and prove himself. Just to go further down the 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 line here, and I know we're gonna get this comment, so we might as well bring it up. RJ Hampton, 23 minutes tonight, 12 points, four of seven from the floor, added four rebounds, an assist. RJ Hampton was awesome tonight in his minutes. People will hear me talking good about Caleb Houston. They're like, he shouldn't be playing over RJ Hampton. I agree with you, folks. I want to, I, this isn't probably going to be the last time that we have to say this. I would love it if it was. RJ Hampton is not, not seeing the floor because of basketball reasons. It has a lot more to do with the business side of things, as they say. The Magic front office decided they do not want to continue to invest in RJ Hampton. They declined his fourth year on his rookie contract. They're going. They've decided they are moving on from RJ Hampton. They are only going to play him when they have to. So, yes, a guy like Caleb Houston, they are 
prioritizing his development over RJ Hampton. That being said, RJ Hampton is, I will always root for this kid and always have the utmost respect for RJ Hampton. The kid has not said a bad word about the organization, hasn't thrown anyone under the bus, has stayed ready, goes weeks without playing, comes in, plays well, delivers. Pros pro RJ Hampton. Yeah. I, listen, I've updated the Twitter bio months ago at this point. At the end, if you go to my Twitter, it says RJ Hampton Truther. So, you know, the, the, he's incredible. Yeah, incredible is probably too much of a hyperbole. But he is a, a great player, in my opinion, that should be in this league for a long time if given the right opportunities. Unfortunately, as we've said on the show already, I don't think that opportunity is going to come from the Magic, but uh, it's a shame because because he played well tonight. He does a lot of things. Attacked well off the dribble tonight too. Got to the basket, finished at the basket. Unfortunate, but it's the business. Speaking of, of Patreon, if we have any kind of like angel investors out there, I know this other guy is like about to buy the Suns. If you want to swoop in and buy the Suns for me and Luke. Mm. I promise you we will sign or trade for RJ Hampton and we will prioritize his development. That is how much we believe in RJ Hampton. We're I would spend someone else's around. money to buy an NBA franchise, <laughs> trade for RJ Hampton and prioritize the kid's development because I just I really believe he deserves it. I really yeah. believe he deserves it. I feel for the kid and uh want to see him do well. Uh but I would still actively root against the Phoenix Suns in that scenario. <laughs> against because, your team. You know. Against the t- if I owned them, yes, yeah. that's how big of a Magic fan I am, Luke. I could own another team. I would, I would go to the the coach and say, "You lose to the Magic tonight, or you're fired. <laughs> you're out of here." All right. Uh, we could spend probably another forty minutes talking about this game, going through the box score, just talking about everybody that played pretty well. You want to know who played well tonight? Wendell Carter, Gary yeah. Harris, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, Terrence Ross, Mo Bamba. We already talked about RJ. We talked about Powell. We talked about Caleb. Everybody played well tonight. It was super encouraging. This was a game that it felt winnable, but what felt like probably the beginning of the year, like you circled OKC twice, like those are two games that you absolutely need to win because they're not good. OKC is is very much improving. They're a much better team than they were last year. They're they're good, you know, well coached team. They have good players. They have a lot of talent. This was a winnable game. The Magic took care of business. And yeah, you know, you're you're still in striking distance of the plane, which is super, super important. It feels like it's been a while, folks. It hasn't been that long. So remember, today, Thursday, as you're listening to this, you can get 50% off your online order with Papa John's, not only after this victory, but the day after every Orlando Magic victory with code MAGICWIN. You don't have to be in Orlando. You can be up to 150 miles from Orlando, as long as you are further than 75 miles away from Miami. So get your pizza, 50% off Papa John's with code MAGICWIN. Be sure, folks, to enjoy that. Luke, another one tonight, quick back-to-back. You've got the Memphis Grizzlies coming into town, and then we've talked about Saturday. You're going to Golden State. How are we feeling about this, this Grizzlies game? Who just, by the way, blew out the Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte? So it's both teams' second night of a back-to-back. The Magic have the advantage of sleeping in their own beds. Memphis is, you know, they beat up on Charlotte. Now they got to fly to Orlando, wake up early, go through, shoot around, all that kind of nonsense. So the, it's not exactly a rest advantage game, but it, it's as close as you can get to a rest advantage game. So at least in this scenario, I should say, how do you feel about the the Magic's chances versus the Grizzlies? I'm going to be honest. I don't feel great. Um. I don't feel great because if you look at Memphis and what they do well, the Grizzlies are fourth in the league and opponent points in the paint. So they defend the paint very well. The Magic don't do a hot whole lot well if they're not scoring in the paint. And because we know they're not shooting a high volume of threes and making them. Uh, and on top of that, Memphis leads the league and points per game in the paint at 58 and a half points per game in the paint. Um, in their last three games, Jonathan, they've scored 69 points in the paint on average. Nice. So as a result, 
Um, I just don't know that it's going to go our way. Memphis is a really good team. And like I said, they, they do really well in the paint. But who knows? You know, the Magic were able to, you know, keep OKC out of the paint. And uh, let's see here. Oklahoma City's third in the league in points in the paint. They're like 56 points in the paint a game. And they only had 30 against the Magic. So who knows? But I will say if the Magic aren't hitting their three ball, that's my prediction. If the Magic aren't hitting from the perimeter against the Memphis, then this game probably doesn't go the Orlando's way. Um, it's unfortunate, but that's a great team. Nothing to hang your heads about losing to them, but we would like we would like to get the win. Well, right now they're sitting, you know, really tied for first in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference, rather, twenty four and thirteen, uh, same record as the Denver Nuggets. Um, you know, one less loss than the Milwaukee Bucks and, and Brooklyn Nets, who are both twenty five and thirteen. Um, you know, it looks like a one less loss, one less win than the Cleveland Cavaliers right around where the Philadelphia 76ers are. So just to give you some context, if you haven't been paying a ton of attention to the Memphis Grizzlies this year, and you're mostly paying attention to the Magic and kind of the Eastern Conference race, they're right up there again with some of the best teams in the league. All that being said, any given night in the NBA, second night of a back-to-back, you're getting Franz Wagner, who is now going to be coming off of five days rest. Maybe we see a Franz Boogie go crazy game. That would be really, really nice. It feels like we kind of do for one of those. A nice 35 to 40 ball for Franz Wagner. Mm. Wouldn't be mad about that whatsoever. I'm going to continue to say if the Magic hang their hats on the defensive end on a night in and night out basis, they have a chance against anyone. Now, I picked them to lose at the beginning of the week. Still probably going to pick them to lose, but they do have a chance. I would not be shocked if they beat Memphis. And then after Memphis, uh, you fly to Golden State on Friday uh, so you can hang out there and then take on the Warriors on Saturday, looking ahead uh, to the rest of the week here. And don't forget, on Saturday, we're going to be at the Porch Soto or the Porch South Orange on Saturday when the Magic take on the uh, Golden State Warriors. That watch party starts at 8 o'clock. And again, Porch South Orange is located 4757 South Orange Avenue. There's going to be Michelob Ultra bottle specials, Michelob Ultra specials on the uh, 25-ounce Orlando Magic branded cans going to be a limited supply of those if you guys don't get there and get yours early you are probably going to miss out again the food menu there looks ridiculous i still have not decided what i am going to eat but i might be like hey let me get a little bit of this let me get a little bit of that i might do i might get crazy i might get two appetizers i don't i don't really know i'll see how i'm feeling and and see how the the tachos look really good man there's a lot there that looks really good there's like this shrimp that they have on their menu that looks fantastic i don't know this seems like my kind of spot you know, like I, mm-hmm. a lot of the like craft brewery places I do enjoy, but I'm a, I'm a simple guy. Give me a Michelob Ultra. Like I, I, I enjoy a Michelob Ultra, but I also just enjoy like really, I haven't said this in a while. I don't even know if this, this term is still relevant. Dank food, like mm-hmm. stoner food. I've never been a stoner my entire life. Big fan of stoner food, big mm-hmm. fan of munchies kind of food. And that's what they look like they have on their menu. It looks fantastic, but they also have other stuff like they, I think they posted some kind of like shrimp fettuccine Alfredo something on their Instagram story today. And I'm like, I thought mm. you guys were just doing like tachos and stuff. What is you this familiar with you know, game. three-star Michelin cuisine dish that I'm looking at right now? I'm super mm. excited for the watch party. More than anything, I'm I'm so mad that I missed out on the last event that we had. Um, I think that was at Cavo's when yeah. we beat the Boston Celtics. I live for these events to be around Magic fans. If you guys have never been to one of our watch parties, if you have never, because look, regardless of the the result of this game, I guarantee you the tip in the first few minutes of the game, it's going to be electric. If you've never been around a bunch of other diehard Magic fans screaming their heads off and living and dying with each dribble, you need to come out and experience one of these because... To be perfectly honest, I've never experienced anything else like it than the energy that we have at these watch parties, especially when the Magic win. So make sure that you guys come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Luke, I think that's going to do it for us. Nice little uh, almost an hour here. Nice little episode here. And uh, yeah, we're working on something special uh, for later, uh, later, I guess, the beginning of next week. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't want to say what it is. We're working on something so if you you know open your phone or you open YouTube on Monday morning and you're like, yo, what the hell is this? Just remember, I warned you. So we're working on something special. I hope it works out. 
if it doesn't, it's just going to be another episode like usual. So I don't want to say what it is yet because it may not happen. I don't know. We're hoping and wishing and praying. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. But anyways, folks, that is going to do it for this episode. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to The Six Man Show. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.